T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Welcome in, WEI Red Sox, Yankees just wrapped up down in uh, JetBlue Park. Ended in a tie, right? Yeah, three to three. Okay, yeah, I wasn't even paying attention. We were talking about the Oscars off the air, so I ended in a tie. Red Sox. Um, okay, Kyrie Thompson walked up there with you. <laughs> Good job, guys. Listen, here, I'm a little distracted, Kyrie, because during the Red Sox game, there was a trade that went down in the NFL that I want to talk about because it gave me some thoughts to bring to the air regarding the New England Patriots, okay? And I want your reaction, okay? Yes. Now, and, and I mean, yes, I get it. The Red Sox game just ended. But, uh, yeah, legal tampering for the NFL free agency season starts tomorrow. The new league year starts Wednesday. It's kind of a big deal, so forgive us if we jump into some football. Now. Oh, yeah, it's a big deal. It'll overshadow everything that's out there, including March Madness, as we go into free actual free agency and all those things. Uh, whether you like it or not, it's just the way it is. But, oh yeah, and the number one overall pick in the draft got traded on Friday as we were trade. getting ready to to wrap up the rest of our day and then just drop the bomb on us. Good gracious! So I'm jealous. Okay, this is what I yeah. was thinking while this Red Sox game was wrapping up, and I'm watching some of the things unfold uh, regarding Jalen Ramsey going to Miami. Now, do I think this is going to be a game changing trade for the Dolphins? I don't. I think Jalen Ramsey. It's a good player. I don't know if the if the Dolphins are a cornerback away. Um, I still have my questions about two. I know they've played really well with him in there. He has the injury concern. Whatever. That's not the conversation I'm trying to have. What what dawned on me during this scenario as it unfolded was I'm jealous of the Rams. Okay, because the Rams mm. didn't. You know they had Jared Goff. Okay, now they drafted him where high right. Two was he they two top him, five? I don't remember. Number one overall. Was he one overall? They, they traded up, as okay. a matter of fact, to go and get him. Okay, so he was a high draft pick, top of the first round, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So they had him. It didn't work out. They go and get Matt Stafford. They win a Super Bowl while going all in because it wasn't just Matt Stafford. They brought in other guys. They brought in Beckham. They brought in uh, who was it? Allen Robinson was he on the team when they Allen won the Robinson Super Bowl? came the year the after year after. That. Okay, so they didn't but, have but him. I'm, no, they they loaded up that team. But they had Absolutely. Ramsey. They got him yeah. from the Jaguars. They yeah. had mm-hmm. um, obviously they they had guys they drafted like drafted well. They drafted Cup. They drafted Aaron Donald. But they drafted guys. They had signed guys. Was Von Miller on the team when they won the Super Bowl? Von Miller. He was right, and then he went yes. to Buffalo. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Mm-hmm. they That's went right. out yep. and got guys. Okay. That's what they decided they needed to do to win the championship. And guess what? They won the championship even though 
They didn't do it with a quarterback they drafted. They did it with a quarterback they signed. They went all in. They won the championship. Now, what they're doing, I know it's not a great place to be because it's all crumbling down. However, if they choose what they could do and what they're in perfect position to do is bottom out and go back to the top of the draft. They didn't make the playoffs the year after winning the Super Bowl. Like, that's kind of rare. I think they'll probably be in a position to truly compete for a Super Bowl before the Patriots because my big worry with the Patriots is that they're going to be caught in mediocrity. And the Rams... You could say they already are. They are. And the question is, are they going to stay there? But the Rams, they went all in to be contenders, and then they won. Now, all right, it's all crumbling down, and you're getting rid of all the assets. Now Jalen Ramsey's going to Miami, and we'll talk about what that means for the AFC East. But they're now in a position to go back to the bottom of the league. That's terrible, but it's at the top of the draft, which is where you get those players, the quarterbacks, the Aaron Donalds, you know, or Jamar Chase, even a top wide receiver. I think, honestly, we'll see what happens with Mac Jones. I haven't talked to you in a while about Mac Jones or your thoughts. Yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. I don't know if that's not the, the most direct route for the Patriots back to true contention. Bottoming out, going back to the top of the draft, and then building it back up. I don't know. I mean, I think that you still, it still makes sense, given the recent trends that we've seen with quarterbacks on rookie deals, to sell out and see if you can win while you have those opportunities to add a lot of talent to your team. I mean, the Dolphins are a perfect example. And the way that they've set that up, and again, we could talk about what that means for the standings later, but the way they've set it up, Jalen Ramsey's next two years are fully guaranteed in terms of his contract. 2023, 2024, fully guaranteed. Tyreek Hill and Bradley Chubb. The, uh, the This is their third massive trade in less than a year. Okay? It's huge stuff, right? So they, they're they all in. But at the end of those, at, at the end of 2024, and remember, they just picked up Tua's fifth-year option. Yep. So they're, they're ostensibly going to ride with him all the way through the finish. At the end of that, they can offload those guys and just be like, you know what? Okay, fine. Uh, this Tua thing was great, but uh, now let's go get somebody else. And maybe they could be in that situation where they keep the team together, bring in a, a veteran, like, you know what? Maybe we're a veteran quarterback away from getting this done and and see if they could be the Rams and, and catch lightning in a bottle for that one year. And then, boom, there you go, and you blow it all up again. I just think that, and, and even again, you look at what the Bears just did, where everybody's like, oh, yeah, well, they got the number one overall pick, which is understandable, mm-hmm. right? Like, you go ahead and and take a guy at the top of the draft, reset the rookie quarterback clock, which has honestly become one of my least favorite buzz phrases that everybody talks about. Oh, yeah, just reset the clock, reset the clocks, because I guess, you know, we should just jettison people after two or three years and then just start over every single time Reset nobody no one ever gets extended we it just no nobody stays with the team longer than two years i think that's just ridiculous but look at what they just did they traded that pick for a haul mm-hmm. they got a number one receiver for their young quarterback which is what the eagles did for jalen hurts what the dolphins did for Tua tonga Bailoa, what the bills did for josh allen let's go in and see if this guy is the guy and then if he's the guy 
well, then we've got the guy. That's great. Who cares about future first-round picks or resetting the rookie, the rookie clock? We've got the guy. That's what you need to strive for in the NFL. The Patriots are not they're, – they're not remotely close to that. And honestly, I don't even know personally if the guy for the Patriots means the same thing here as it does everywhere else because maybe they just want the guy to be somebody who completes – 68% of their passes, and that's basically it. Don't turn the ball over, and, oh, yeah, we can win with you as opposed to being the guy that you win because of. So I think there is a weird purgatory aspect of where the, Patri- the Patriots are right now. And in a way, it almost seem, it almost feels like I, I would rather see them go in with Mac Jones and see it through. Mm-hmm. But there is a part of me that says, you know what, if it doesn't work out next year and you wanted to just – and if they were bad enough – and you wanted to like trade Mac Jones, get it over with, and see if you could move up to get a quarterback, which, again, I don't think that they would even do that. But it would almost make me feel better about their future as a team because right now it just feels like they're, they're playing out a string that we know isn't going anywhere. You didn't want them to go get – did you write you didn't want them to go get DeAndre Hopkins? Do I have that right? I, I don't know that I would say I don't want them to do it. I just don't think it does a whole lot for me. Mm-hmm. The idea of DeAndre Hopkins, who probably still has a couple of good years of football left in him, I get it. But this was something that Calvin Johnson, Megatron, mm-hmm. one of the greatest receivers of all time, was sure. talking about uh, with, with Phil Perry of NBC Sports Boston the other day. He was like, yeah, shouldn't, shouldn't the Patriots go out and get a guy like that? And Calvin was like, you know what? I mean, D-Hop's good, but you should probably be looking for somebody who's a little closer to their prime than, than D-Hop is. He's 30 years old. If you want to trade for Brandon Cooks, who is, I mean, was he 28, but he just bounces around all over the place and kind of does what he does, but he's not really a needle mover to me. We want to trade for and sign all these 30-plus guys who have been good in their career, but shouldn't it be about future production? Shouldn't you be shooting for future upside, future growth? I just feel like even if, DeAndre Hopkins comes in and has it like 800, 900,000 yard season. Is that enough to, to really make me think, oh, yeah, the Patriots are going to be are going to go back to a Super Bowl? I just I don't know, man. I don't think so. I, I don't know how big of a turnaround we're going to see even with Bill O'Brien in place. You know, I don't know the last time an, an offensive coordinator really came in and moved mountains to the point where it was a completely different team and a completely different offense. Obviously, you're going to have a positive impact. Yeah. Uh, based on what we saw last year. I'm Can't not doubting a whole lot that. worse. <laughs> no, I mean, you, you're going to see some better play, I would think. I'm just wondering that. I'm also annoyed because last year, obviously on, on the field, it didn't work out, you know, to say the least. Yeah. But it also, Kyrie, you wasted time. You should have known more about Mac Jones' potential at this point, but you don't because he didn't have a true offensive coordinator last year. They have admitted as much with the moves they've made, and now we got to spend at least half of this year, if not the whole year, really figuring out what is Mac Jones, where that clock is ticking. You know, Bill Belichick's getting older. Everybody, they're one more year ahead. So that was disappointing that they wasted that year and didn't figure out exactly what they had in Mac Jones. They could have been out on Mac Jones. They could have been playing Bailey Zappi. They could have traded. Who knows what they could have done had they known exactly what they had. So that's disappointing. Yeah, I I think that it's perfectly put, that it was a waste. And it makes me wonder what you possibly could have been thinking 
going with that plan and thinking that it was that it was a good idea. Like, did you forget everything you knew about developing quarterbacks? Like, I mean, you had Tom Brady here and you helped turn him into the greatest player of all time. Did you forget how that how you did that? <laughs> was it that long ago that that we that we forgot how how that works? You're talking to Bill Belichick, right? Did you forget who you're talking to? Yes, essentially, yes. And and I mean, obviously, that's not completely my place because I mean, the guy's the coach of the football team, and and I mean, he is obviously way more knowledgeable about football than I will ever be. But it's just frustrating because you never did you never did that in in Tom Brady's entire career as an offensive in his entire career in New England. You never played around with his career like that and gave him somebody who just straight up didn't know what they were doing on the offensive side of the football. And you did that last year. And now people are talking about, oh, yeah, well, you know, we don't see a whole lot of a difference between Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi or, you know, the way Mac Jones handled things last year, it was really poor or whatever. And the Patriots aren't, aren't very high on him right now. They're irritated. And I'm like, this is your fault. This is all your fault. You did this. I don't know how you're supposed to feel if you're a Patriots fan, if you're Robert Kraft, if, you know, not if, the the Miami Dolphins got Jalen Ramsey. Now, again, do I think he's going to turn around their defense or take it to this unbelievable level, you know, the no-fly zone? No, not necessarily. But he is another good player on a team that already has more talent than you do. And I'm just saying, when Tua Tungavailoa has been in there, he's been good against you. You know, he's had, they've been good against you with Tua. So whether you think he's the next big thing down there, the Dan Marino, whatever, he's been good against you. If the New York Jets end up getting Aaron Rodgers, and I don't know what's going to happen there, how if you're the Patriots? There's a lot of smoke, man. I get the. There's feeling, a lot of smoke. I get the feeling based on like people that I've talked to about it that it's probably going to happen. That's what it seems like, you know. And you see that. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's not. It's not Brandon gonna, Marshall. Do you see yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's like it, it's right around the corner. It's not going to take long. It, it's obviously not confirmed. You know, I'm I'm not in the New York Jets boardroom or anything like that. But it just feels like the fact that they talked in the first place, and you hear the reports coming out of New York that it they feel confident about it. I mean, at the end. What Aaron Rodgers does is a complete mystery to to any of us. We cannot predict what this man is going to do. <laughs> no. uh, I'm not going to pretend that I can. But are you saying we're in the dark? No, we are. That was oh my, that was weak. Oh, that was weak. I, I, honestly, it was it was apropos. Okay, but but yeah, you could be looking at the Patriots being on paper on paper the worst team in the division. But oh no, but in, but in practice, uh, I don't know. We'll see. No, I I get that. But do you want him to go, just? From a perspective, your perspective, do you want him to go to the Jets? I don't care, no. honestly. I, I would love to see him on the Jets. I think that'd be fascinating and fun. It, I mean, there, there's this, there's this thought that the New York media is just going to eat him up because he is so wild, just so crazy mm-hmm. that that the tabloids are just going to have a field day with him. Which, oh god, that would be fun because I feel like he skated on that a little bit in Green Bay, but when they're just on you all the time. And he's already a little bit sensitive about what people say about him. I think that that could be quite an experience for him. But honestly, like, I'm kind of at a point with Aaron Rodgers where I kind of just want him to be done with football. Sure. Because because he's the saga is just too much to me. So that, that's how I feel. I don't think he's going to necessarily turn them into a Super Bowl contender, but he makes them better and he makes your life harder. And I do yeah. think there's an element mm-hmm. of hey. 
you know, what's the phrase, like, uh, the rising tide rises all boats, whatever yeah, it is. lifts all boats. Lifts yeah. all boats. Like, something like that could be in play for the Patriots, where if you feel like, hey, this is really, every team in the division is pretty loaded, at least on paper, and ready to make a run, except for you, that could be beneficial in the long run. All right, let's go get uh, a trending. More to get to. I want to know where you stand when we get back on Mac Jones and your outlook on him going into this season from your perspective right now. Uh, we'll get to the Celtics a little bit later. A thought on that. Let's get it trending. 617-779-7937 is the phone number. Mark Dundero, Kyrie Thompson on WEI. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. All right, back here on WEEI, Mark Dondero, Kyrie Thompson with you until 6 o'clock, at which point Selection Sunday festivities will take over as we trend towards March Madness. Indeed. Not the uh, biggest thing up here in New England. You filling out a bracket? Yeah, I fill one out. I usually uh, don't do very well, but I feel I enjoy it. Usually it's bombed out by like day one. That's that's how mine was last year. Um, Speaking of bombed out, you know what I saw recently, or I don't know, this afternoon? Did you see that call that the ump made in that game? Oh, my God. So I, oh, my Lord. They suspended him indefinitely. That conference, whatever conference that was, suspended that ump indefinitely, which they should have. That yeah. was unbelievable. You know he was just trying to – he was just pissed, and he wanted to, like, show that kid or and, teach that kid a lesson. And, and you know what? I'm Look, to, to me – I saw a bunch of people who were like, yeah, well, you know, if the kid hadn't done anything, like if he if he had just, you know, kept, hadn't made a show of it and shown up the ump, then it wouldn't have happened. And I'm like, you know what? I'm sorry. Like, it's on you to be an adult umpire, dude. Like, that, that's just not acceptable. I don't want to hear any justifications for that. And honestly, if I'm going to be real about it, okay, so the kid was mad about a strike call that he didn't agree with, and he jumped around a little bit, and he kind of pointed to the plate with the bat. Did he cuss at the guy? Did, did, did he get in his face? Did he do none of that? No. So then get over it. Wow. I'm sorry. Baseball is one of the only sports that 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 
perpetuates this softness when it comes to people showing emotion. People get get butt hurt about it. Yeah, I'm just like, dude, get over it. Get over yourself. The softness. What do you mean? Like when people pimp a home run or the pitchers yeah, yeah, get yeah yeah when, when, when people people will pimp a home run and then guys will be like, just run the bases yeah, yeah. and they'll get mad about it and like I I remember what Jose Fernandez like hit a home run and one, yeah and and like Freddie Freeman was over there trying to police him that's not how you play the game dude quit crying I'm sorry you know what go ahead you pimp a home run and then you act like yeah what do you think of that okay sure that's fine as long as we're not fighting each other on the baseball field or whatever have fun enjoy yourself you hit a home run in the major leagues that it's kind of cool you only do it a certain number of times yeah. in your life you know if if you're if you're decent I just you know, or when people get strikeouts and it's like, oh, yeah, well, look look at the pitcher. He's over there strutting and, you know, uh, gritting his teeth or whatever. It's like, who cares, man? Who cares? If you don't like it, beat him. That's what I got. Well said. Beat him. I, th- I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, but the first call, I, I think you made a good point that he just jumped around. Now, was it advisable? Was it going to make the ump happy? No. no. But you got to be like you said, an adult. And understand if he's a kid. I wouldn't I would have been all over this guy if this was a pro. This is a kid. He's mad that it was an all it wasn't even a good call. Yeah, and, the pitch before was a bad call. And 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 you know the thing the thing too that, that gets me about it is some people are like, Yeah, well, he's an adult. He's not a kid. And like he's in college, he's like twenty something years old. And and it and it of course strikes me that, you know, that the the kid's black. And it's like, oh, of course, now he's an adult and he's grown and you should discipline him for that. When everybody else is like, oh, well, he's just a kid doing kid things or what have you. I got personal issues about that. But, yeah, regardless of, you know, what he did, in no way are you thinking that, oh, yeah, if I do this, the guy's going to call me out on a pitch in the left-handed batter's oh, box. Oh, it was low. It was le- I mean, that's and, and you're and you're gonna And you're going to walk off like that? You're going to end the game. End the game. That was it to end the game. That's inexcusable. I don't want to see that dude ever umpire another game. If you're going to act like that in college baseball, That's right. what, did, what did you teach him? You, did, you, did you teach him a good lesson there? Oh, man. I mean, like you said, this is college baseball. This wasn't some even like some summer league that didn't really mean anything. These teams are training all offseason. I know the game was probably over, whatever, but you, you can't do that. Okay. Um, you know, I, listen. Yeah, you, you, you think, thanks for raising my blood pressure, bro. No, I want my that. Goodness. That's good. That you're in a good place now for me to ask you about Mac Jones because I want to just go back to the Patriots for a second here because, you know, there, there have been some talk about trading. If Mac Jones was put in a trade, the Raiders' name, yeah. they came up. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think it should happen necessarily, but. I don't I'm, know why the Raiders would do that. I don't. Th- I don't either. Like I think if I'm the Raiders, if anything, I'm going back to the draft, and I'm going to get a yes. young guy. That's what I, I, I mean, would do. You're 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 right there. Will Levis. I mean, I don't even like Will Levis. No, me neither. If I'm going to be completely no. honest with you, I don't like him. But you know what? That that's a cheap young asset that maybe you could mold and work with, or maybe it's Anthony Richardson. Who knows? I, I don't think it will be because I feel like, oh my God, that's the most athletic quarterback that has ever existed. Actually, that's okay. pretty crazy. Do you like him? What do you think of him as an actual quarterback? <sighs> he is he is exciting. His lows are low. Lows are low, but his highs are high. Like okay. I mean, he is the ultimate variance prospect he only completed like 52 percent of his passes so there's a lot of work to be had there in terms of quarterbacking so i think if you're look like for example the patriots would not be in on anthony richardson no. that, that would not happen but if you're if you're a team that is just like dude 
if we can just get him to play more within himself, because he has real quarterbacking tools. I'm not just talking about, oh, yeah, he's got a great arm and he runs fast or whatever. His pocket movement, some of that stuff that he does is like, that's elite NFL level stuff. The way that he navigates the pocket. People talk about, oh, yeah, these kids. One thing that I hate is when young quarterbacks run out the back of the pocket. They turn their back to the pocket, they run backwards, or they're always leaking out to the right side. That's the, that's the only thing they know how to do. Richardson is like, no, I will step up and, and keep his body lined up to throw the ball. I'm like, there is some high-level stuff on his tape in terms of throwing the football, being a pocket passer. But there's also some stuff that's like, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, wow, you're not ready. Okay. You're not ready at all. So let me ask you this specific question regarding the Patriots quarterback situation. Do you still think from where you sit right now that Mac Jones can be the future at quarterback for the New England Patriots? Yes. And I say that because I think that he could be the future specifically for the New England Patriots. I don't know that he could be the future anywhere else but here. And that's because, and, and it really depends, I think, on Bill Belichick and how long he's going to be here. Because look, if Bill Belichick is not here, when when so, so let, let's just say hypotheticals, right? Mm-hmm. Say they pick up Mac Jones' fifth year option, and he's here for for all five years of the control that they have him for, and then Bill Belichick is gone after that third year, and then you've got a new coach and new general manager. Would they look at it and say, you know what? Uh, I'm not so sure about this. Let's get a new quarterback. Let's draft a new guy or let's sign a new guy as a bridge and and get this over with. I think that's a possibility. I feel like Mac Jones can work here because he just fits what the Patriots want. And you see people saying, oh, they should be in on Lamar Jackson. I would have loved it personally, but the Patriots wouldn't be in on Lamar Jackson. They won't be in on Anthony Richardson. They didn't trade up for Justin Fields. They're not about this whole new age athletic quarterback thing have a running element they just don't seem to care about that they only did it with cam newton because they realized that jared stidham wasn't going to work and they needed to have something to keep him competitive and cam was just lying around on the scrap heap other than that i don't think they want or care about having that kind of quarterback they always draft these types Mm -hmm. the mac joneses the bailey zappies the guys who are just going to stand there and throw the ball where you tell them to throw the ball, and then you run and you play good defense and the team is good all around, and, and that's how you win football games. That's how they do it. So I think that if Mac Jones can get back to being that guy, which I think is taking a step above where he was in 2021 when he was a rookie, and you make more of those high-level throws down the field that he was making at points last year, but with less of the turnovers and less of the, bro, Mac, why are you sailing that throw or, or something like that? If you get a step up from 2021, that puts Mac Jones back on track, I think, to be here for at least the remainder of his rookie deal. I think he can be the future. I think Bill O'Brien can unearth some things about Mac Jones or or get some things back on track, like you said. Um, I just think it's unlikely. Okay, I don't think it's likely at this point. And here's the thing I think about when I think of Mac Jones. How many times, I know it was a mess last year, but even going back to before the bye week is rookie season, how many times did the Patriots win a game because of Mac Jones? How many times did he bring them back? How many times it just felt like he made plays, but it was more along the lines of the system. Everything was on script. Well, exactly. It, and, you know, they were going... 
It wasn't, hey, it went off script and Mac really wrestled the game back into the Patriots' favor. That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah. I think especially as a rookie, they didn't want him to do that. They didn't care about having him do that at all. They wanted him to do exactly what he did, which is don't screw it up. And so I don't know that I put that on Mac. Like, why didn't he bring them back? They they took the ball out of his hands because they were trying not to lose with a rookie quarterback. Now, last year, I think, again, they put him behind the eight ball with the scheme that they and the coaching. But there were times when you're looking at it like, okay, Mac, you're in a position where if you can elevate us right now, that would be great. And he didn't do it. And I think I think that is completely fair to say. Yeah. Is that he was put in a bad position. The and and I, I mean I've done a little bit of research on this. The offensive line was not nearly as bad as everybody thinks it is. All things considered, as a unit, they were above average, and they were above average in totality for the entire season at all but one position, which is right tackle, which we all knew was terrible. Yet that, that's right. Even Trent Brown and Cole Strange were above average pass blockers in terms of like pro football focus grades for the rest of the for the entirety of the year. But the bad games were bad. Mm-hmm. They were very bad. And Mac Jones actually had his worst ever game against the Raiders. Like that that was awful. So there were a lot of there was a lot of bad football happening around him, but the fact of the matter remains that he wasn't able to take the situation he was in and make it better which is something you you should take into account if you're the Patriots. I'm just trying to figure out, you know, and just in terms of the AFC, there's a lot of good quarterbacks in that conference. And I was saying to somebody else, I think it was Andy Hart or whatever, you know, it's a a fact. The Patriots can't win the Super Bowl unless they win the AFC. Like, that's not going to change. And the AFC right now has a a boatload of good quarterbacks. There's a top-level tier where you talk about Mahomes, you talk about Allen, you talk about Burrow. Then there's the next tier if you want to – I mean, it's whatever. Herbert, Lawrence, Jackson. And then there's other guys. that It's not even bringing up Tua who's had his way with you. I, I just don't know how this team is going to compete with those quarterbacks. And then this team is going to compete in this division unless significant changes are made. And, significant. Yes. And, and that's the thing. Bill O'Brien by himself. You, you could look at it and say... If they had Bill O'Brien last year, they would have been a playoff team because the offense would have been competent enough to do what you needed to do, and you would have gotten the nine wins. I mean, all they had to do was win one of those games at the end of the year, and they would have been in the playoffs, which is the wild thing considering how dysfunctional it all was. So you could say that Bill O'Brien puts you on the cusp of making the playoffs just by being here and just having a competent offense, but again... You now have upgrades happening with the Miami Dolphins on paper. Then, I mean, Tua Tungavailoa, when he before he he had the concussion issues yep. at the beginning of the year, he was playing really, really good football, and he came back and played some really, really good football before I think teams started figuring some things out about how to slow that offense down. And then, if the Jets get Rodgers, which I don't think that, as you mentioned, I don't know that that makes them true Super Bowl contenders, but look. That defense is a Super Bowl caliber defense. At the very worst, like playoff caliber. Mm -hmm. They got a lot of good young pieces on there. Yeah. So you could say that like, okay, we're a quarterback away. And I wouldn't wholly discount that. I think they probably need a little bit more from the wide receiver position. I love Garrett Wilson, but I think you probably need a bit more. But he's going to make them better. But I still think that there is an opportunity. It, it, It all just depends on how you build it. 
that if you make this roster really good, you get significant roster upgrades, you will be able to compete with those teams. They were able to compete with those teams last year mm-hmm. yeah. when, when they didn't have all that and when they were dysfunctional as all hell. They are going to be able to compete. But the thing is, competing is one thing. Winning is another. They competed, but they didn't win the games they needed to win last right. year against the good teams. Does Bill O'Brien by himself help you do that? I, I'm not, I don't think so. I think you still need you still need significant roster upgrades. But then, even then, go ahead and get yourself two new tackles, or I think you only need one new tackle, honestly. Go ahead and get yourself a safety to replace Devin McCourty. Go ahead and get yourself a wide receiver. Please, God, get a wide receiver that's worth something. But then is Mac Jones going to be enough to to take you from, okay, we lost this game last year to all of a sudden now we're winning it because the situation around him is better. And right now, as of right now, I don't think you could tell, I don't think I could tell you that I believe that. 617-779-7937 if you want to jump in. I'm going to just say this. What I know is if you get into a situation where Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, is is in New York on the Jets, what you're going to have is you're going to have the Buffalo Bills, okay, who are already ornery after how things ended last year, okay? And they're a team some people even started to talk about. Is their window closed? Is their window closing after – not getting it done the last they're, two they're seasons. Gonna, they're going to get the, uh, the the Chiefs treatment, or, or they're going to be on that Chiefs thing where everybody's talking about, oh, yeah, we traded Tyreek Hill. That must mean you're not good anymore. And they're going to be like, oh, bet. Okay. They, they're, either way, they're going to be motivated. They're going to be committed. They're not, you know, they got to feel urgency because of how they've ended the last few years. They haven't even, I don't think, they gotten to the AFC Championship game. They're going to feel a sense of urgency. They, they have. Did they get to the yeah, championship yeah. game? So that was in 2020. Okay. They got to the to the championship game against the Chiefs, and the Chiefs went on, lost to Brady and the Bucks. Okay. But yeah, that's that's one AFC championship game in in Josh Allen's time, which again, elite quarterback, you want to see more. Okay. So they, they're going to feel urgency. And they're going to feel like they have to win now. That time is now. Yeah, You're going to have the Jets, who if they get Aaron Rodgers, obviously you're going to feel urgency. Now we finally have this elite core, elite quarterback, whatever you think of Rodgers at this point. We have this team, this defense, this roster that's at least playoff ready, if not this Super Bowl caliber defense. We better make some moves now. Like I'm not convinced. I don't know what they have in cap space. But if they, if they know they're getting Aaron Rodgers, if they end up getting Aaron Rodgers... What's to say that the New York Jets aren't going to go out and try to get a wide receiver or make a splash? No, and, get a- and, and I mean, whether it's trade or free agency or the draft, I mean, especially if they got Aaron Rodgers, I think that's item number one on the list. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I don't know if they go out and try to get, I don't know, I'll throw a name out, Odell Becca. You know, somebody yeah. just to add to their yeah, what go they to have. the other New York team. So, so, the, so the Jets are on the positive side of cap. Okay. They don't have that much, okay. though. They, they have They have – about $10 million in an effective cap space, what they can actually spend. So it's not very much. I would think that probably means they're going to have to do some restructures, might have to make some tough cuts. but and, and, and so then that probably puts drafting a receiver probably at the top of the sure, list. Sure. I'm sure he's going to want a veteran. Oh, yeah. He's going to want a vet. He's going to want to have somebody established. Because last year in Green Bay, that was partly an issue. All these young receivers, right? They had two rookies on there, yep. and he wasn't vibing with them. He did not connect with them, and did not, at least based on the reports, do a good job of telling them what he expected of them. So I don't know that you necessarily want to go into that and have that happen again if you're the Jets. So I think you probably need to get 
a veteran. But I think you also got to draft a guy because, look, it's going to be all about the offense now because your defense is – you don't got to touch it. You don't right. got to touch it right now. So I'm then you're going to have the Dolphins who just got Ramsey. They have a good roster. If Tua stays healthy, I, you know, I don't know. That, that's like a pretty – you have three teams in the division that are talented and that are desperate. And are playing with urgency. That is going to make things very difficult for the New England Patriots. It's like, do you feel any any desperation, any urgency coming out of New England? You should, but I don't know if I do. That's what I'm saying. So th- there needs to be a different, I don't know, I-, I need to have a different energy that I'm feeling out of the Patriots. Um, we get back, I just have one trade proposal I'm going to throw at okay. you in terms of Mac Jones. And, right. a, and, a, and a direction oh, the Patriots okay. could go. All right. I want to right. know if you'd be on board with this if it unfolded this way. I'm probably going to say no, but Good. we'll see. We'll get, to, we'll get to that when we get back. 617-779-7937. Mark Dondero and Kyrie Thompson on WEI. All right, back here on WEEI, Mark Dundero, Kyrie Thompson, just in case you're wondering, Scotty Scheffler about to base, he's basically running away with the Players' Championship, five up after 11. What's he strolling up on right 17 now? 17 under, and he's what, got it. What, what hole's he on? He's on 12. I think he's on the oh, t- 12 well, tee. Okay. So, just don't screw it up, Scotty. No, it's always a possibility at that course, but I think he's got it pretty in the bag here, especially considering he's the biggest name left on the leaderboard. Not that that always means everything, but okay. Um... Listen, I, I'm going to just throw a, tr- a trade at you right now. Let's do it. If the if the Vegas Raiders were going to trade for Mac Jones, now they're not going to give up the seventh pick. They're not going to do that. It's not a part of this. But let's just say, and this is a hypothetical. Okay. Let's say you're going to play the game with me. You're going to trade Mac Jones to the Raiders. They're going to give you a second round pick. Let's say it's a second round pick. If you can, tr- if you can turn that second round asset into Brandon Ayuk and you can acquire via free agency Jimmy Garoppolo in New England. Do you do that? So you're trading Matt that, Jones. You're basically getting a receiver, and Jimmy Garoppolo is your new quarterback. So the second round pick is all you're getting for Mac Jones. Second, and then something later in the draft. Honestly, to me, it's still a no. I feel like if you're if you're going to have that rookie quarterback and you're going to be giving him up, and Vegas wants to pry him away from you, then you better give me number seven. I mean, it would honestly, it would have to be so bad, so acrimonious, which I don't think it is. But you know, yeah. maybe I could be wrong. Yeah, but I don't think it is. But it would have to be that bad in order for the Patriots to be like, okay, fine, we'll just give give us a second and and we'll get it out of here. Just no, because it's it's still such a valuable asset for at least two more years. And even with even with the projection that Mac Jones might his fifth year option might be a bit more expensive than other guys because of that blasted Pro Bowl that he made in, <laughs> in his rookie year, which which drives up your fifth year uh, option value. <laughs> but even that, you're not necessarily gonna have to be paying him forty million dollars, right? He's still gonna be insanely cheap for the next two years. I, I just view that as and again, you you mentioned okay Ayuk, which again I don't I don't know that you're going to be able to turn that a second into Ayuk. That's probably still going to be a first round pick that you're going to have to give up for him at at his at his age. Mm-hmm. 
And as as good as he is becoming, he hasn't signed an extension yet. I, I feel like you're still going to have to give up a first to, to to trade for him. And then Jimmy G. Look, okay, I think that he wins. Current Jimmy G is a tick better than Mac Jones. But again, is that moving the needle enough? I, I, and, and again, you mentioned that he wins. Well, he wins in San Francisco where he can just, you know, shovel the ball to Debo Samuel. Sure. Debo just weaves around and goes 60 yards. And with a running game, with a, with a crazy offensive line, with just master blasters designing the run game, and they had Brock Purdy winning. Yeah. They, they, you, could, you could throw me back there, and that, that offense could probably score touchdowns. Like, Kyle Shanahan is, is bumper cars for quarterbacks, is how I've, I've heard it described. So I, I don't want to use that to completely just crap on, on Jimmy G and say he's bad. I don't think he's bad. I just feel like he's not a needle mover to me. Okay, that's a fair assessment. Then, so, so then what are what? how do you move the needle? Because that's what I'm doing, Kyrie. I'm trying yeah, to figure try, try out either yeah. move the needle this way or this way. But they need to move yeah. it, or else they're going to just be stuck in the middle. See, I and, and see, I feel like to me because you're gonna Jimmy G is not going to cost more than he's not going to be a top tier quarterback in terms of price, but he's going to cost quite a bit more than Mac Jones would. I mean, you're you're going to have to pay that dude like twenty million dollars at least, I would think. Because again, because based off of the winning, the fact that he's gone to Super Bowl, gone to NFC Championships, he's going to point to that and say like, "Uh, yeah, you see, you see my resume, right? You won't have to pay me," and and so that hurts your ability to add other pieces. So the way I move the needle, and I've already said this, is go ahead and trade that number fourteen overall pick for T Higgins. Okay, go deal deal that pick. Okay, because T. Higgins is probably better than any player you're going to get at number fourteen. Okay, if I'm if I'm going to keep it completely real with you, get a number a real receiver, right? Or and, and this is a less needle moving thing. If Jackson Smith and Jigba's there at number fourteen, get that guy because he's why you yeah he might run a four six forty or whatever, oh, but come on, but he's wide receiver one in this class by a whole planet. So he's your favorite wide receiver in this class. Yes, yes. God, Even yes. more than Zay Flowers. Yes. And and I and I like Zay. I know. I, I feel like I don't know if I see him at number 14. But then again, this is also the team that traded up for Cole Strange. Uh-huh. Like right. probably 20 picks before anybody was even thinking about the guy. And Zay was down there at the Shrine Bowl running Pat's system stuff. They had him running Haas Juke, the old Julian Edelman route. They had him doing that stuff like five times in a day. They like that guy from everything that I've heard. So I would not be terribly surprised to see that happen. But in in terms of needle moving, that's I don't know that that's a needle moving thing right now. That might be a thing where like, okay, Zay makes you better a little bit. And then, oh, maybe he turns into something down the line. I think Jackson Smith and Jigba moves the needle right now in a positive way. And T Higgins is like, oh, yeah, let's go. We're cooking. I feel like you got to get real weapons. Stop screwing around. Now you're talking. With, with with this, you know, oh, yeah, the last thing that you do on a team is fix the wide receivers because, you know, fix the offensive line first, get the running game going. That's not how football works anymore. They have made the passing game so much more important. They have made it so that you can't touch wide receivers. It's easier for them to get open. You can't touch quarterbacks anymore. It's all about the passing offense. If you keep messing around with – 
And, and I mean, I was one of those people last year that was like, okay, you put together a B team of wide receivers, as long as they're all like B, B pluses, you can just find matchup problems and it'll be fine. But I feel like what we saw last year, and yeah, the offense was bad. But the other thing was none of those guys were getting open consistently except Jacoby Myers. And as much as I love Jacoby Myers, I'm not paying him fifty million, you know, $15 yeah. million dollars a year. Thank you. Because that, that's something that would move the needle. They have to go either hard to getting really good or, hey, it's time to break it down and get really bad. And, and, they're, and they're not going to break it down. They're not going to do it. And that's so. Why. So then you better you that's better right. sell out. That's right. In my in my mind, sell out to get good. That's right. And especially Quit when you factor around. in the ages of the coach, the owner, all these other things that are in play. And oh, by the way, there's that record. Whether you like it or not, that's something that's also in play. Well, that, that's the thing that I that I keep thinking about is that if he gets this record within two years, I don't know if he's guaranteed to be around for the third one. Okay. I I this the gut feeling I have. You know, I haven't talked to him about it, obviously, and he wouldn't tell me even if he knew. I don't think Bill Belichick is here for more than three years. I think three years and he might be done. I mean, he's 70. Where's he going to be? 74? Yeah, exactly. So I, I feel like And this... he'll definitely get the record in three. He was going to need 18 yeah, wins. Yeah. Like, so he'll yeah. get that in three. I think the question is, can he find a way to get it in two years? I mean, it's possible when you think about, and again, even in this post-Brady time, the floor has been seven wins. Again, even when they had the awful 2020 year where they were basically intentionally bad and they weren't spending. And then last year, last year where they were kind of cash-strapped and they were in their inefficient mode. I mean, they still won eight games. So to me, the floor is seven. And they won 10 with a rookie quarterback. It's completely conceivable that they go, they, they win nine games two years in a row tie the record or even nine and ten in in two consecutive years it's totally possible and then after that that might be it man that could be it Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. listen if you want i mean they need to go one direction or the other i want to know based on what they're looking at from this draft perspective what are the positions they should target Oh, and yeah. what and Let's what positions those yeah. specifically what positions can ruin a game for an opposition like an opposing team that you're playing as a football team like what are the positions that can ruin another team's game slash game plan and are those the guys that the Patriots ultimately need I also want to ask you about Lamar Jackson Mark Dundara Kyrie Thompson here on Weei. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.